The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And welcome mystics, welcome seekers, welcome all those who have the desire to come up higher. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, the open door. And today, uh, we are joined by Reverend David Dry, our spiritual director, been with us before. Hello, David. Tom, great to be here with you again. And, yeah. you know, we, we believe, of course, we believe that what we share on this program is the truth, the whole truth and nothing Not but the, the truth. truth. So help us God. Yeah. You know, but what is truth and how do we know it's true? Um, you know, and why don't more people share our convictions? So I kind of want to start with this essential core truth of the teachings of the Ascended Masters, which is the I Am Presence an individualized manifestation of God within, and our Christ self. So let's kind of frame this idea of truth that we espouse, we live, by talking about how we recognize the reality within. I think one of the most important things when you think about truth and how that relates to our lives and our world today, the understanding of, of God himself really is, the, is the, I think, the sum total of truth. You know, God created the universe, created our souls, and when we think about what that means, what that looks like, our understanding of that, it's the principle which is like the glue of the universe, you know. And so the search for truth, if you ask that question, the search for truth, you know, trying to find who we are, why we're here and all of that um, really is our, our soul's desire to get back to the understanding of what is the, you know, the bone marrow, I guess. What is yeah, the, that's, that's good what is the yeah. you know, what is the, 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 you know, the structure that was intended in the beginning and I think that's the great search for truth and, and knowing that finding that I think is the key to everyone's personal victory you know one of the truths that we recognize is the essence of God's energy um, animating our thoughts our words our deeds and we talk about this often about being co-creators with God that when we recognize the truth of that it's an awesome accountability that you I thought marrow bone marrow is a very good way to put it because it's it's the essence of of who we are as living, breathing, spiritual entities. Right. When you think about the saints and sages of East and West, when you look at all the various different paths that the great masters have laid before us, and you look at their example, and you see what was the key thing that that became such a profound magnet, you know, for the growth of their various different faiths and paths, and you see that it was their understanding of God. And so as they spoke that truth, whatever Mm -hmm. that happened to be, whether it was through Gautama or through Jesus, you know, or other the great saints, the soul, we understand the principle, the soul knows what the truth is. This is one of the great things that Mark Prophet used to, used to say that, you know, our souls know really what is true and what isn't true. And so that became the magnet, that truth itself for the building of whether it happened to be, 
you know, Buddhism or Islam or whatever the case might be, Christianity, that foundational principle really was the magnet that people followed. You know, today we're very fortunate, I think, to have in this program today three distinct pre-recorded segments, one of which is a portion of a lecture from uh, Elizabeth Clare Prophet on this subject, as well as some small excerpts from two different dictations, all speaking about various aspects of the truth and the fact that how powerful the truth is, but also recognizing that the truth has been perverted. You know? Well, there's no <laughs> doubt. I mean, I think one of the things that we've talked about on this show before, and you've, you've you know, highlighted this in your previous programs, is that you know, we're stuck by doctrine and dogma. Doctrine yep. and dogma permeates the world today, and people are trying to figure out how to sort through you know, the 150 or 200 different strains of Christianity, <laughs> yes. you know, the, the various <laughs> different evolutions of theology and so forth, and they keep asking the, primer, the, you know, the primary question, you know, how do we really know what's truth? We also have the same discussion argument happening today in terms of, the, you know, the media. Is the media oh. bringing us the message of truth? So, <laughs> I think this is a fascinating subject to bring up, especially now that we're dealing with <clears throat> a lot of <laughs> politics and things out there. Yeah, which we will get to later on in more detail, <laughs> too. But, you know, one of the things that we have is this dichotomy between our human self, our human experience, and our God self, our higher experience. And there is a gap. I mean, a gap, there's a gap <laughs> between the two that is sometimes very, very difficult to cross. This, this, I mean, it's an abyss. And so we have to have discernment. We have to have some, some, some vehicle whereby we can determine what is true. I think this is one of the great tests that people have to all, all you know, come be confronted with, you know, personally. What, how do you make the decision that you know something is true or is not true? Yeah. And, of course, in our path, in our faith, you know, we have our prayers to the violet flame. You know, we've talked a lot about holistic things. You know, people's diets can make a difference in terms of their spirituality <clears throat> and so forth. But I think when you look at the grand picture, the goal of reunion with God is to do the right things to get you into the place where you can make that attunement as to what is true and what is not true. And I think that in the course of this discussion, we'll hear it in just a few seconds here from Mrs. Prophet, is bearing witness to our real self, to our truest self. So in fact, why don't we just go there now? Let's listen to this segment from a lecture by Mrs. Prophet on the subject of the real self versus the human self. Now each one here as a follower of dear Jesus must do the same we must bear record of ourselves. And the record we bear is of our own Christ self that worketh in us and through us in the perfecting of the law. Therefore, our record is true because we speak of the reality of the real self. Now, if we should bear record of the human self, and its comings and goings in relativity, our record should not be true. For God said to us through Paul, let God be true and every man a liar. The human consciousness cannot be trusted. And you have seen in your own life, in the analysis of your own consciousness, that that human consciousness can err even when you think you are keeping the vigil. Peter found himself in the lie, denying his Lord in the hour of his crucifixion. The lie was the denial of Christ. Any lie would have been. He denied that he knew him. Each time we lie, we deny that we know our Lord 
our Christ self, and we deny that we know the messenger or the ascended masters. Only the unreal self can lie. The Christ in you can never lie. But if you enter the lie and claim it as your identity, then you have denied your Lord, and you are in the outer darkness because you are not a follower of the light as the truth. The truth that is spoken is the Father and the Son dwelling bodily in Jesus Christ as they can and will dwell in you when you become a lover of truth, even willing to be crucified for the sake of truth and not fearing the crucifixion, not fearing the death of the unreal self and not fearing the piercing of the very heart of Christ in you because you speak the absolute truth in the face of the wicked. There are two sets of fears here, you see. The individual fears to speak the truth about the relative man and his comings and goings because he does not want to ultimately surrender the human consciousness. Therefore, by deceit, he will protect that human consciousness from being slayed by the living Christ. And therefore, the cover-up is the protection of the old man, but the old man with his deeds must die. The vessel that has the capacity to lie must be slain by the living Christ, and the living Christ must come into your temple, and you must be that real self, and you must be willing to have the soul literally melt into the very fire of the living Christ until there are not two but one you the Christ in manifestation, and your whole temple is full of light, and you can say the I am in me is the light of the world. Imagine Jesus our Lord, depending on no man to stand for him and to stand for the truth or to bear witness of his truth. He only counted two witnesses worthy of affirming his God reality, the Father and the Son. The only part of you that can affirm your reality, your sonship, or your truthfulness. He told the fallen angels they would die in their sins. For the very reason that I have stated, every sin is a lie, and every lie is the denial of Christ where I am and where you are. If the fallen angels will die in their sins, you must also understand that it is possible for the soul that sinneth to die, to be cancelled out by that soul's denial of the living truth. You see, it is dangerous to walk without the truth, for then you walk as the fallen ones, and have not the grace of Jesus Christ. This is not only an expose of the godless, but a warning to the children of the light of their fate, and therefore not to be like them in vibration. You have nothing else to say to the world but what your Christ self 
speaks to you, or your mighty I am presence, or the ascended masters. Such a glorious vessel is the instrument of speech, is the word of God through us. So blessed are we that the Holy Spirit flows when we speak, that we do not employ the vessel of speech or the body temple to commit any sin or any lie. For immediately we should experience death in that moment, the death of truth until we restore it to life. So great is the jeopardy of the soul that I rejoice to be with you to deliver this message. Many of you have been freed by the truth in your own heart that has purged you of the lie, that has enabled you to recognize yourself in a state of lie or compromise, has enabled you to write it down, confess it, and when you put it on paper, it is no longer inside of yourself. It is on that paper you have confessed it, and you know it is going to my heart, and in the sacred fire of my heart, the lie will no longer live, but you must continue in my word, this word of living truth, if you will be disciples. And if you do continue, this truth will be your freedom. <laughs> well, indeed, and you know, before we go to break, a couple of kernels just stand out to me is that do not fear the death of the unreal self. And the Christ in you can never lie and the Christ in you is your freedom. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll listen to some more of these uh, wonderful excerpts. And please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face, and their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the Violet Flame, 
the creative power of sound, and a deep, personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thank you for staying with us. Today on The Open Door, we're talking about truth. Speaking the truth, being the truth, standing up for the truth. And we also understand it's a truism, I know, no pun intended, but the truth will set you free. So uh, we're going to be listening to an excerpt from a dictation here in about five minutes on the truth as it pertains to elections, among other things. But before we get there, let's go kind of back to this, uh, this topic we were kind of you know, brushing up against before we went off the, uh, into the break, and that was the the not fearing the loss of the unreal self, you know, that, that we, we have a certain investment, I think, in our identity. But there's a higher truth, a greater truth. We, always, we say this all the time, awaken to the light within. That's your reality, capital R. Let's kind of go there. Well, I think one of the one of the big tests that everybody has to deal with is, is speaking that truth, especially when it comes to your faith, because not everybody you're going to run into, you know, is going to feel the same way you do about <laughs> your faith. And so um, that's a great test that we all have to face. And I and I was thinking, as, as Tom and I were talking during the break, I was thinking about the structure of the universe and, and how the Ascended Masters talk about the Guruji relationship being this great structure and hierarchy. You know, of all those have gone before. And so there is this great power that comes to the soul when the soul understands, first of all, their inner reality, that, you know, who they are in God, and then is willing to make the steps and take the steps to actually get to that place where they can tune into that, but then also to be able to speak that truth and to share that. You know, I've had circumstances in my life where I, people have asked me what I do because, you yeah. know, I worked in construction and, and, I, and oftentimes the, some of the people I was hanging out with, you know, didn't seem particularly spiritual, but they would always ask me, you know, what did I believe and what was my faith because I guess it was <laughs> in my aura. <laughs> But, uh, I remember being very open with them and sharing yeah. with them just, you know, the very simple principles. And I was amazed at just by speaking that, how I felt um, felt very comforted inside. You know, I didn't have to be fancy in terms of all of the descriptive things, but just shared what had become part of who I am. And I, was, I made a note to myself here. <laughs> one, of the, one of the most amazing things about this path and about the concept of truth is you can only behold what you've become. Yes. This is a very powerful spiritual principle. And so... In order for you to get there, you have to be willing to face the truth, including, you know, understanding the perceptions that people have of you, you know, different behavioral issues that you might have, um, you know, what are you doing that's not beneficial, helpful, you know, not only for yourself, but people around you, Um, taking steps to understand your psychology, which, you know, a lot of people do. And so, it's a fast, to me, it's an incredibly um, powerful foundational principle you know, to be willing to get to this place where you can state your faith, 
but in a way that is not, you know, condescending or take away from perhaps whatever yeah. your, you know, your, your other person's faith that you're speaking. And, and you know, when, and when you do speak that truth, when someone asks you, someone, another construction person, for instance, and you speak the truth about who you are and what you believe, you, you never know when it might be an open door for that soul to go, well, you know, I kind of been thinking about that, too. I kind of believe a little bit of that. Yeah. And one thing or another. So what you've do, uh, you've assisted them in coming up one notch higher on their ladder of evolution. Well, you remember we, we went, this goes back a few years, but we did a show where we talked about how there are people are watching. They, they see us and they, they may not say anything, but there's a point where some people will say, you know, I want some of what she has. Yeah. And, you know, we all have the potential to recognize the truth. We may not have the willingness and it may be a habitual unwillingness. It may be something that was handed down. We, we're, many of us are in traditions that we were born into. Mm-hmm. So the truth becomes buried in orthodoxy, in a, in a kind of belief and understanding that people will, will defend. So we know that when you speak the truth, it can be dangerous. As, in fact, uh, Mrs. Prophet said in that first segment, said you might face the crucifixion. Now, perhaps not the physical crucifixion, but the crucifixion of your good name, the crucifixion of who you are in the world, among your friends, they might say, well, that's, that's a pretty weird thing he just said about this I am presence in Christ's self and Jesus being the, the, the rule, not the exception, you know, all those things. So, you know, we do face a certain test. And in fact, I think you said it, David, that there are many tests on this path. And the test is standing up, speaking the truth, representing the truth, witnessing to the truth, and, you know, eventually living or dying by the truth. Well, I think the other thing that's really key is to be sure that whenever you give, you're given that opportunity to speak the truth, to be sensitive to who your audience is because I know for in, in the experiences I've had when I've traveled and I've met people of all different faiths and backgrounds and ages and so forth, you know, I'm always very um, sensitive to, be, to honor their, their journey, whatever their journey might be, wherever they are on their own spiritual path. That's so important. And I, I think just by... by you know, thanking them for their interest, you know, perhaps in, in, in my faith and, and, and what I do uh, for a living and, 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 and my mission and so forth has made it, has actually opened the door in a sense, you know, for them to tell me more and to share more. And I oftentimes will ask people, tell me a little bit about you. Mm-hmm. You know, what rings true to you? What is it that has given you the, the strength and the courage to do the things that you do with your life and your path? And you end up getting to a point where you have to understand where they're going. Yeah. Where they think they're going. Right. Is there any purpose to your life? Is there a purpose to your soul's hunger being satisfied? Where is it taking you? And once you know that, then it's, how do I get there? Right. <laughs> you know, what right. do I do? Um, we're coming up on this um, excerpt from a dictation, actually, that is a very interesting one. This is going to kind of take us into the realm of the um, elections, past, present, future. And we talked a bit, in fact, David, you mentioned it, you know, that how do we trust the media to be telling us the truth? We frankly know that they're not. There's a bias. There's a slant. They have an agenda. And oftentimes the agenda is being orchestrated by those who have nefarious intent. So we kind of know all that. But nonetheless, we all have to pay, participate in the outpicturing of the truth as we understand it. And one of the ways we do that is through the elections. So let's listen to this uh, segment right now, this excerpt from a dictation by Chamberlain and Charity. And at the end of that, we'll kind of segue into the break. But before we do that, we just want to tell you, please pay attention. This is very important and very timely. America is a living, moving flame of love. It is the conceptualization 
of the Most High God. It is the raising up of the light and life of the rod of the Kundalini fire. It is sacred fire among the nations. It is the gathering place of the children of the light and of those who also come for that judgment that is released through the Son of God. We come in this hour of reinforcement of the word of archangels, that word which we have proclaimed as the spoken word of Sanat Kumara through the ascended masters, through the years and hours and centuries of our service. We come in this hour for the reinforcement of light in these elections, in this moment when citizens of America must decide to cast the very light of their hearts in the affirmative for those individuals whom they deem responsible in representing that very light. Beloved ones, the seed of serpent also vote, and they vote for those who best represent their group interests. Therefore, let the veils be drawn, and let there be an exposure. Even in this eleventh hour, let there be the exposure of all who have placed themselves as candidates before the people. Let there be an acceleration in this hour and in the weeks and months ahead that this nation under God might know the true education of the heart and wherefore and whereby that discernment of the Holy Spirit may separate the chaff and the wheat for the purposes of the true representation of the people of God. There is no question in heaven that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof that this this earth is given unto the people of God, but there is some dissension in earth and in the lower octaves to which the fallen ones have been cast as to whether or not this earth shall remain in the hands of the children of the light. And the children of the light do not perceive that they are being challenged in every area of life for the control of natural resources and the very oil itself that is the foundation with wheat of the economy of life and the very radiation of the sun and the sun of the atom as nuclear energy and the energy of Helios and Vesta become focal points for the manipulation of the monopolies of the power elite. Beloved ones, the suppression of the people by inordinate taxation is a fight that must be fought and won. This cannot endure, nor the manipulation of supply, nor inflation the tampering with the very lifeblood of the children of the light, as there is the reinforcement from the power elite of those individuals who have determined to put down the teachings of the ascended masters and of the light bearers from nation to nation and continent by continent. Beloved hearts of light, let the people speak in full voice and bear witness unto the truth at every hand. For wherever you go, you see there is that attempt to distract to destroy 
and to cause degeneration of mind and heart and soul and body of the very nations themselves. Beloved hearts of light, let there be the driving force of the sacred fire pressed through you in and among the people of these nations. And let all who know the truth speak out and declare that truth in the face of these fallen ones wherever and whenever they present themselves. Let the children of the light be prepared. Let them be encouraged. For I tell you, when you are a champion of truth, Pallas Athena herself stands next to you drawing her mighty sword of truth and you must understand that when you speak it because you are tied to the great white brotherhood and to Sanat Kumara the seeds of light go forth seeds of truth that will expand not only in those who hear your voice but across the mental belt of the planet earth and these seeds are implanted into the mental bodies of all mankind and there they are nourished by the Holy Spirit by the sacred fires of the hearts of those of you who gather together daily in dynamic decrees. Your decrees are the release of the flow of the crystal stream of the mother for the nourishing and watering of the seeds planted by her children everywhere in the heart of the earth, in the heart of consciousness. Therefore, let your hearts not be troubled, for when you speak the truth and write the truth and proclaim the truth and preach the truth, these seeds are also the seeds of justice judgment unto all who oppose that truth once it has been precipitated and crystallized by your own spoken and written word and by the mighty action of the sword itself. Therefore I commend you, each and every one of you who have had the courage to speak out and to expose the liar and the lie. Well, indeed, we must have the courage to speak up and speak out to expose the lies that cloud and hide the truth. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom 
delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thank you for staying with us. I'm Tom. He's Terry, and he's David. And we're all together today talking about and hopefully speaking the truth. Now, in this last segment, we raised the specter of the upcoming elections. And we want to make sure this point is clear, and that is that. The masters take the side of truth. They don't side necessarily with one political party or another. You know, that's just not what they're about. This is a higher level. The flame of truth is what basically illuminates what they say, what they share. So having said that, let's listen to another excerpt from a different dictation on the very topic of truth and not taking sides. Here we go. You know well that the ascended masters do not engage in the polemics of politics, that they are not siding with the left or the right wing or with any political party. We must be everywhere in the consciousness of God, and most of all, we must be where humanity have forsaken the blueprint of truth. Therefore, I say to you, do not leave those force fields and those organizations who do not espouse the teachings of the Great White Brotherhood. Yes, I said, who do not espouse the teachings of the Great White Brotherhood. You must be unto them that pillar of fire by night and that cloud of witness by day. And if their platform and their party consciousness is anti-Christ, then be the silent sentinel in the midst, making silent invocation, declaring not your position, but holding the flame of truth and freedom, keeping the flame with that beloved Igor, keeping the flame of truth, one keeper of the flame in any and every organization, politically oriented in America through the making of the calls to the great white brotherhood can be the leaven which the woman took and hid in three measures of meal until it leavened the whole lump. Truth is the leaven of the mother. Truth is the fire of the geometrization of the God flame. Truth, I say, one candle of truth at the strategic points where decisions are being made, can turn the tide, and you will see before your very eyes the alchemy of consciousness. You will see if you resist the temptation to identify yourself 
and your opposition to the party and the platform, you will see how in silence that flame of truth will turn 180 degrees, the consciousness of the people. Now you must realize then that a thousand may fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. This is the promise of Lord Michael, the prince of the archangels. This is the promise of protection. It is also the promise of the perfecting action of the flame of truth, that where you are, there must be the alchemy for the reversing of consciousness. All that is outside of God may be committed to the flame by your calls, made silently in the midst of darkness, made vocally in the secret place of the Most High when you return to your closet to pray. Why do you think Jesus admonished the disciples to pray in secret? Do you think it was to teach them only the lesson of humility? We expect that disciples of Christ who have come this far on the path understand humility. Therefore, the teaching is for the understanding of the necessity of secrecy when you are applying the alchemical laws of the great masters of the White Brotherhood which were vouchsafed even then to the disciples. Jesus knew well of the Sanhedrin and of the Pharisees and the Sadducees lurking, waiting to take him, waiting to also take the disciples who would be identified with him. And therefore he taught them the science of the spoken word. He taught them how to pray. But he said, pray in secret. And the Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Openly in manifestation in the marts of the world you will see the results of your alchemy. Alchemy, the Bible of the keeper of the flame. Saint Germain wrote that dissertation in alchemy that you would read and reread and inculcate in your consciousness, precept by precept, the formulas of alchemy, that you might transform the waters of the astral quadrant into the wine of the spirit, that you might be the action of the Maltese cross and the holy amethyst, that you yourself might be that holy precipitator of will, the will to be truth. I come by your authority, and the authority of your invocation fulfills the law, as above, so below. You then have widened the opening for the entering in to the plains of Mater, of legions of the cosmic Christ. You have bored a hole through that density of mankind's selfishness and self-indulgence. And we will pass through that opening and we will take our stand. We will fill this city 
As the throat chakra of America, we will fill this city with millions of angels who will stand guard to strip mankind of all that is less than the Christ consciousness. And I tell you this of a truth, that some of you, ere these days have passed, will look into the streets of the city as though you beheld the hillsides of the world and camped round about with the hosts of the Lord, and your vision will be transferred into a new level, and you will suddenly look up and see the warriors of peace, legions of victory, legions of the faithful and true, and do not be surprised if they are dressed according to the dress of the revolutionaries of America. For the hosts of the Lord come identifying with the way of freedom. They come to celebrate the freedom charged from the heart of Saint Germain 200 years ago. They come for they have identified themselves as Americans of the spirit. Americans as a term that means far more than the narrowness of a nationalism that does not look beyond itself. Americans in the sense that they know the fiery destiny of the children of Israel who have gathered on this soil to forge an identity in the I am that I am. Know ye not that ye are of the twelve tribes of the house of Israel, that when these twelve tribes were scattered and went forth to the four corners of the earth, that their incarnation was among all peoples, and that these peoples are numbered among those who are in England and Scandinavia, the Germanic peoples, those of the Mediterranean, the Russian people, and those who have covered the face of the earth with a very special vibration of the understanding of ascended master law, which was written in their inward parts, long ago when they were with Moses, long before that when they were with Sanat Kumara. The children of Israel are of every race and every nation and every religion. They are not confined to any one race. This is the I am race. The I am race is one with every keeper of the flame. There is no distinction. The children of Israel are the sons and daughters of God who have appeared again and again throughout the ages. We look upon your profiles. We look into your auras. We see you as you came out of Egypt, out of the land of bondage. As you compromise not the flame of freedom, as you were willing to surrender all possessions, all comfortability, all way of life that was known, to move toward the unknown, that record is within you. Thus this is the new nation of the people of Israel conceived in liberty. This is liberty. To know the truth, 
that the truth might make you free. I am Pallas Athena. I am Greek. I am Roman. I am freeborn. I am a member of every nation. I am an American. From this day and forevermore, I claim you for the cause of truth, because you have made that cause your own. In the living flame of truth, I am grateful for your love of truth, of liberty, for your courage and your self-sacrifice. I am grateful and I bow before the flame of truth within you and I will use that flame to light a nation and to light a world. Well, needless to say, there's a lot at stake. There's a lot to stand up for and a lot to even fight for. Back in a moment. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. You know, uh, we're probably biased here, but this is pretty great stuff, I think. (laughs) I'm just amazed. When we talk about truth and the truth that we espouse, the truth we live, the truth we know, I mean, it's so important to be that truth, because otherwise, why, why believe it? Why, why carry with us? And we could build a show around any one of these three oh excerpts that we've gosh, played, you know. We build a year's worth. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. <clears throat> you know, uh, I'm going to give a little shout out here for the Violet Flame right at the top of this segment, because when you begin to utilize the Violet Flame, what it does is it begins to clear the cobwebs in your consciousness, being in the world, your four lower bodies, and eventually you come to a place where you begin to read between the lines, so to speak. You begin to see 
uh, more of the truth. You begin to hear what is really going on with people. Yeah, and you begin to discern. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, you know, I, I hear people say things and I read things that in, in, in the current cycle of this election, for mm-hmm. instance, and I say to myself, <clears throat> how can they possibly believe what they're saying? Because it's obviously an untruth. And so what I've, the conclusion that I've come to is that people are compromised. They are compromised, and they may have been compromised for millennia. Yeah. For instance, the fallen angels are, were compromised when they first fell because they, they refused to believe that the Son of God was the Christ, and they, they had to serve one thing and another. But anyway, it's, it's very subtle now. So there is there's compromise going on, and I'm going... That's true, and that's not true. Now, how do how come people cannot see that that is that that is untrue? It's because they are compromised at some level or another, and and maybe even at the conscious level, they do not want to give up. They've got they've got so to speak well, skeletons in their closets, or however you want to perceive it. I, and I know there are many answers to that question. One of them is that we are not taught how to critically think. We don't question. Uh, assertions that are made emotionally or subjectively, we take it because somebody's passion drives an idea, and because of that passion being strong enough, we go, oh, okay, that must be true because this person, particularly people really in authority, yeah, yeah they, they get it. And you, during the break, we were talking about this very thing, and that people don't necessarily care what we do or how we do it until they know why we do it. Once they understand and tune into our passion, that's a powerful motivator. But at the same time, you have to be willing to question what you hear, question the authority by which it is presented to you, question the assertions, don't simply take it at face value. And that's a critical skill that is not being taught, unfortunately, in many of our schools right now. And that's a crying lie because that is what leads to that compromise you're talking about, Terry. Yes, yes. And, and, and like you said earlier before the show, David, one spoken truth will dispel all the lies on the planet. Right. Yeah. And this is a fascinating story. You know, I wanted to just also mention and come back to that last clip we heard from Pallas Athena. You know, she mentions St. Germain wrote the dissertation in alchemy. And so we have that published in, in Studies in Alchemy that's 1 true. and 2. And so you can get it as an ebook, and you can also buy it as a hard copy. But that's a great way to begin, you know, your introductions to the teachings well, of the Ascended Masters. Do you mention that title one more time? It's called Studies in Alchemy, Book 1 and Book 2. Mm-hmm. And it's both an ebook and a printed book, and it's a. I think it's one of the finest introductions to the teachings of the Ascended Masters that we have out there. And and you'll find that it's under the byline of Elizabeth Clare Prophet. So right. if you're looking on Amazon or on your Barnes and Noble, or whatever, look for it under those either the t- the title or the author. You know, one of the one of the great stories about this whole concept of truth. You know, Terry and Tom was. Um, I know someone who had this very difficult situation happen to them where they were actually kidnapped because of their faith, and so in the course an of intervention, this, it was they would. <laughs> you know, the people that kidnapped her would say that this was an intervention that they were they were trying to do. It just happened to be relatives of this particular person, as well as two professional deprogrammers, as they called themselves. And so she was kidnapped. She was held in a house for four days. They boarded up the windows. <laughs> you know, and they the endeavor of this kidnapping was to try to. To, to tear literally tear from her the, her faith in the teachings of the ascended masters and and her faith in the messenger, and so she was she, after this whole event took place, she was actually meeting with Mrs. Prophet and ex, and sharing with her her experience of what happened and what Mrs. Prophet said to her was incredibly profound. She said that that Pallas Athena was with her in this experience because she would not 
in spite of all the efforts of these two professional lead programmers, in spite of all the efforts of, of her family, she so much loved this path and the teaching, and she was so much honored the effort and the work of Mrs. Prophet. She just simply, you know, was not interested in what they had to say, and she just, you know, when they challenged her, are you, are you ready to give up, you know, your, your faith and your belief? She said, no, I believe in the mission of Mrs. Prophet and the teachings of the Ascended Masters. And so every time she made that affirmation of truth for her, it was like she felt the radiation. And I think one of the great lessons that we can all take away from that, you know, when you, you have an opportunity to speak a truth and you stand by that truth, for whatever that might be, whether it's your, your religious faith or whether it's a principle that you feel needs to be upheld, and we all know what many of these great virtues are, you feel that release. There's this like release of light that comes from the I am presence and the Christ self to your soul saying, well done, my son. Well done. And so she talked about this experience of feeling this great energetic release, and she will never forget that. This was 34 years ago, and she wow. feels that same principle today. Well, you know, I, I thank you for sharing that story, by the way, because I think it does reinforce the idea that the truth will set you free. And the truth is, I mean, literally is freedom, the living flame of truth. We talk about that. We actually have decrees which focus on that very idea. You said something else, too, uh, during the break about the threefold flame, which many of our listeners have heard us talk about before, that the, the flame of freedom is very well represented in the core of this concept of the threefold flame, isn't it? I also think not only the flame of freedom, Tom, but also the flame of truth, because when we, we think about... Flame of truth, that's what I mean. Yeah, what we think about in terms of what is it that moves us when we actually are listening to people who are, are upholding this flame of truth, you feel that energetically from the level of the heart. And of course, in that heart where the threefold flame burns, burns it's there where that actual essence of truth is really qualified and so you feel that you experience that it's the thing that moves you and when, for example when people you know find the teachings of christ for whatever level their experience is that truth and that essence that's recorded in jesus works and other works becomes that conversion point because they feel that it's like that precipitated essence of truth and understanding. So it's, uh, I don't know, for some reason it felt, oh, that yeah. felt like a really powerful thing to, to recognize what, you know, what is it that convinces us or what is it that makes us move to the decisions we make when we feel that flame of truth. It's that experience in the heart, knowing that what you're listening to and what you're experiencing. Well, you know the old phrase, uh, it strikes a chord, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what is it like if you play a guitar uh, right here, right next to another guitar, and you play a certain string on that guitar? the same string on the other guitar will begin to vibrate <laughs> because there is that consonance. Is that the right totally, word? Totally, totally yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I mean, obviously we, we started the program out today talking about the fact that we want to awaken to the inner reality, to the truth of the I am presence and Holy Christ self, that this is coming full circle. This is really what this is all about is recognizing the power, the authority, the true being that you represent. That you know, We talked about the dichotomy between the human self and the real self, the capital R self, the God self, this is something that it runs in the face of much orthodox belief. We know that when we stand for this truth, we're going to sometimes get laughed at. There will be derision. There will be argument. Uh, there will be anger. But nonetheless, we stand up for the fact that this is the truth as we know it, understand it. And this is the truth that is truly freedom, capital F. You know, there were references to the great seeds that you will plant when you speak the truth and how those seeds germinate. Yeah. And then they later blossom out. It's that way, you know, when you think about carrying the truth and the word of the Ascended Masters, you know. It's just, it's blossomed out over the course of the last hundred and 
you know, 50-some years or 140-some years since the Masters came in 1875 through Theosophy. No, it's just amazing. You know, before we end, we, we've got a couple minutes left. One of the things that we were all kind of struck by was this concept of praying in secret. And one of the admonitions from the Masters was that we must be willing to become a, a silent sentinel in the midst of darkness and deceit. Well, we're, asked, we're being asked to do that. We're also being asked to continue to pray and if it's praying in secret, fine, but just make sure that you understand that there's an alchemy here that will make a difference. It will change the course of history. There's I, power. I think the incredible thing, too, Tom, is to remember to ask for God to show you what the truth is. Mm-hmm. It's not about just, you know, begging. It's asking to be shown. Ask for your Holy Christ self, the I Am Presence, to show you. Ask for the angels to show you so that you actually can get a sense of really what is the reality and the truth that you're witnessing. Yeah, yeah. Well, indeed. And, we, you know, we, again, we hope and pray that you all have the opportunity repeatedly to awaken to the light within. This has been a wonderful show. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, it just, like, like they we fly saying, by. Yeah, it just flew right on by. <laughs> what happened? Oh, what happened? A little blip. Yeah, the truth will set you free. And I was thinking I had a cable access show called The Truth as I See It. <laughs> you know, and, and it, it's uh, as you understand it, you know, yeah. just stand for it. Yep. You shall well, know the truth, and, tr- and the truth shall set you free. Amen, and, brother. And brothers and sisters out there who are listening, um, contact us. Stay in touch with us. We're at webradio at tsl.org, webradio at tsl.org. We love to hear from you. We do. And as we often say, though, the upward path may sometimes be difficult. <laughs> the rewards are out, out of this world. world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. Talk to you again next week. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.